0: I'd like you to listen to the words to them. Uh, it really talks about, in a lot of ways, our commitment to God and to Jesus Christ. So Melissa, would you come up? If you want, you can stand, if not, you know, just sit and sing loud.
1: So is, is men's group still on Tuesday? Men. Men. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Morning, church.
0: <laughs>
1: so here we are, Lord. If you guys... Uh, God's giving me a reminder to turn my ringer off on my cell phone. So here we are, Lord. We stand before you ready to learn the way to your heart. To You stepped out of paradise... and restricted yourself to a human form, all to show us the way to eternity with you. How can we ever thank you? How can we ever live up to your sacrifice? We worship you on Sunday and seek other ways to honor your sacrifice. Please plant in our hearts the inspiration to take your teaching and help others to see you for who you really are, our Lord and King. Please show us how to encourage others to lay down their hatred and fear and take up your word to learn about you, to love you. Help us to change the ways of wickedness wickedness, and to unravel the power of Satan in this land. Arm us, Lord, with the sword of your will and the shield of your spirit. Lead us in righteous battle for the hearts of your people. And to lift, uh, to uplift your holy name to God the Father, Amen. Amen. me close to your breast, O Lord, my God. You are all I want and all I need. Please help me to push back on earthly desires and to focus on my one true desire, you. Please help me to keep my eye on the sparrow and to spurn earthly desires while understanding that everything here is temporary. Your love, O Lord, is eternal and worthy of every sacrifice I can make and then some. Help me, Lord, to choose what is permanent and to focus everything through the light of your truth. Never let me go. Bring me back to you. You're all.
2: to you Never let me go Take your place. I to wanna feel the warmth of your embrace. embrace. Help me find a way. Bring me back to We know you are near. draw me close to, to you, never, never let, let me go. go, I lay it all down, down again, to hear you say that, that I'm your friend. friend, you are my desire.
1: nothing else can take your place. I want to feel the warmth of your embrace.
2: Help me find the way. Bring me back to you. Me know you are 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 here.
1: (coughs) It worked. We managed. (laughs) I know. (laughs) My Lord Jesus, you are the bright and shining star who stands watching us in the heavens. Crying out to you, we are lost in your brilliance. Although we are sinners, you still love us. Although we forget you, you take us back when we return, crying for your mercy. You are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. Our many lights are outshone by your brilliance. It's not even close. You are above us all and we worship you and sing praises to your name that you would even spare us a quick glance. Yet you come down here, lived as one of us, and died for us, so that we could be with you in heaven. Nothing tops that, Lord. Nothing comes close. Thank you for being you and loving us. Amen. Amen. All right. Ready? (laughs) Sometimes (laughs)
2: <laughs> 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 and, in, and, your and your remains. Should I stumble again, I'm in in your, your grace, everlasting. Your light will shine
1: was a
0: tough song, but they did a good job. We're blessed to have people who can lead us in worship, aren't we? So we thank him uh, for it. Uh, as we uh, go to prayer, and bef- before we take the offering, as we go to prayer, let me uh, just give you some prayer requests. Uh, Carl Perry's having knee surgery tomorrow, so he's just asking for prayer that all would go well. Uh, I don't know. Has anybody here ever had knee surgery? No. no but I oh yeah. yeah. It's it's tough. I had
1: a big needle stuck in my knee. Once. Um,
0: knee surgery is tough. I think the recuperation's worse than the surgery itself. So pray for Carl that uh, you know all goes well. Uh, Gloria's not here today uh, because it, how can I say this? There's a lot of paperwork. That her son has to take care of, and the only day they could do it was today. Uh, well, his, uh, her son's in a big trial, so there's no time during the week. So, um, uh, she's taking care of that today. Continue to pray for her. Um, listen, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank many of you who who have helped, uh, in you know, in a in a tough time, uh, either either by visits or taking her to the doctor or Just phone calls, Uh, we thank you for all of that, and um, we we appreciate that. So, uh, the other prayer request uh, that I'm going to ask you to pray for is simply this, that in this country, that God, if he so chooses, might send revival to his churches and a spiritual awakening to this country. Starting with the president, you know, as I'm preparing for Jonah, um, Jonah, uh, as you know, was commissioned by God as a prophet to go into Nineveh, a place that Jonah hated, and they hated him, to proclaim the gospel. (laughs) Well, you know what happened in the story. We'll go into that in the theological school, but as a result, the king came to know the Lord and the whole country had a revival. It was amazing. It was a pagan country. I still believe God does miracles. Amen. Amen. So let's go to prayer. Yes. Oh, I forgot the responsive reading. I'm sorry. This is going to tie in with the message, okay? It may not make sense to you now, but there's no one here who has an anger issue?
1: (laughs) Especially not on the parkway.
0: (laughs) Chip, would you lead us, please? Sure.
1: Okay, Please please read with me, folks. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Those are wise words indeed, aren't they? Fools rush in where angels feel or fear to tread. That's right. That's patience, right. patience, patience. Allowing oneself to gather the facts will allow a better response or action. And if we are responsible for creating evil, God will condemn us. Listen, even the smartest among us create enough chaos without reali- realizing it. Remember that the road to perdition is lied to good, lined with good intentions. So slow down and take a deep breath. I think I've said this before. Slow down, take a deep breath. It's good advice. Remember that anger is for fools think about what is happening before making decisions and try to be good the Lord is there and he will love us even if we make mistakes so be still and know that he is God amen
0: let's go to prayer father how great and gracious you are to us we thank you first of all for your word how practical it is But we need your help. Holy Spirit, open our hearts so that we may learn what you would teach us today and apply it to our lives. So that we would be changed from the inside out. To be more like Jesus. And Father, we have some petitions today. We pray for our our brother Carl who's undergoing knee surgery tomorrow. We pray that all goes well. There would be no complications and that he'd have a good recovery. We lift up Gloria and the family, um, Father, as uh we adjust uh, to not having my brother around anymore. Father, um, I am so glad that I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that he's with Jesus, and yet Father, we miss him, and so Father, we just uh, lift up the family to you. Thank you for all who have been so good so kind, so gracious during this time. And Father, I pray for our country. I pray that you might send revival to your churches, that you may send a spiritual awakening to this country. Because Father, truth be known, Washington will never save us. Only you can. And so, Father, we lay these things at the cross. And as we come to worship and giving, we pray that you're honored. And we pray that we use this for the furtherance of the gospel. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So while the uh, ushers come up, if uh, you're so led, if you would worship in tithes and offerings. Butch and Janine are on their way back from Florida, and uh, if you get a chance, if you have Facebook, look at the Facebook pictures. Uh, some of them are, are are really neat because they went to this reserve, and Butch is cuddling a sloth. Sloth is that how you say it? Right, and uh, and then Janine had two monkeys on her head at one point, so. Uh, It really, really is good. It really is good. Uh, You know, sometimes animals can be more compassionate, right? Um, So if you get a chance, look at that. The the, the pictures are really excellent. Now, I'm going to do something a little bit different this morning. What are some powerful Temptations that can derail us. And by yeah, Chip. Chocolate. All right. Okay. You know, fattening foods. You know, chocolate. Then, well, yeah. And it even becomes more desirable since you can't eat it, right? Yeah. Okay. Say again. Sports. Sports. Not bad in itself, but they. They become you know a temptation, right? Food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Food, okay. Money, money okay. Cigarettes. Nothing wrong with money, but it's the love of money, right? Yeah. Uh and you were gonna say money also? You're missing you missing two big ones. Cigarettes and drugs. All right, cigarettes and drugs. They're they become addictive. Anything that makes you addictive and like a vice kind of thing and Okay. Okay, Pat. Sex. Yeah, yeah. Sex. Internet. All right. The internet can become. Internet is not bad or good. It's how you use it. Good. Yeah, self-centeredness. self-centeredness yeah. Yes. Apathy. apathy okay. Uh, self-centeredness, by the way, I believe, is the way the culture has been training us for a long, long time, uh, and uh, apathy means we don't. Care about anybody else, just ourselves, right? Um, I think you mentioned, uh, you know, all the good ones. My question I have to raise in light of this passage today is this: What? How much would it take for you to compromise? <laughs> do we do we want to answer that question or? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay. But how much would it take? Right on. Not much. <laughs> All right, well, there's some temptations it doesn't take much. Obviously, I got a problem with food, right? You can't hide it. But you know there are skinny people who have a problem with food, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, love to have that yeah. <laughs> Chip says he'd love to have that problem, you yeah. Um, know? Yeah. But how much would it take? How much would it take? uh every day we're faced with it, right? And you know, there's an old saying, I forget where it originates. I in fact I read it and I was gonna jot it down, uh and and I I can't remember who said it, but here here's the saying, every man or woman has their price. All right. Every man or woman has their price. I knew a man who, who uh um, who got caught in this uh, uh, inadvertently. This is a true story. This man worked for a government contractor, and uh, come Christmas time, the boss handed out cash bonuses to the employees. Well, right after the holidays, the FBI was knocking on this man's door, the employee, and they arrested him because The money came from kickbacks. You see how sin can can hurt innocent people too, right? And unfortunately, he ended up doing time. But he had no way of knowing, you know? He just thought his his boss was being generous. Listen, obviously his boss had a price. And I have seen, Maybe we've been guilty at this at times too, but I have seen, I've seen good people fall. Good people. Solomon deals with that uh, today. Uh, look, look at this verse. I, I, I titled the message, Stand on God's Principles, because if we don't stand on God's principles, we're lost. God's principles never Change. Franklin Graham did a great article in Decision Magazine. Doc um, gave it to me uh, about how culture changes, but God's Word never changes. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes because we get we lose sight uh, saying, "Well, you know, the Bible's so antiquated; it doesn't apply to us anymore," and this and that. And nothing could be further from the truth. Here's the price sometimes. We read something in the Bible and we say, ah, that was for then, it's not for now. (laughs) Yeah, you're just rationalizing your own behavior at that point in time. Look at this. Extortion turns a wise person into what? And a bribe corrupts the heart. Extortion. What's extortion? Does anybody know? It's a little bit different than embezzlement. Extortion is taking money under threats. Okay, Okay? that's what extortion is. Yeah, embezzlement's a little different, although that's happened also. Um, But extortion is when you take. When someone takes money, uh, you know, threatening somebody, you know, either with blackmail or something like that, that's extortion. And, you know, it becomes, it becomes addictive, and even good people can fall into that without even realizing. And a bribe corrupts the heart. So, if somebody uh, bribed you $5 to do something that goes against God's word, would you do it? No. What if they paid you 50? I don't care, And <laughs> it could be a million, I'm sorry, I
1: wouldn't, I couldn't do it because I would, for the <coughs> most of my life I would have that hanging over me, and
0: somebody, look. I feel
1: like somebody was looking over my shoulder that I did this, this
0: wrong, and somebody, some day, somebody was gonna come and they were gonna take me away. All right, you know? but, but I believe God says that's wrong I've heard believers rationalize this mm, I'm sorry no no that's uh, that's okay uh, I've heard believers rationalize it. It, it some of the rationale is well you know that's the way God provided you money for me no it's not <laughs> it's not it also shows a lack of trust for God doesn't it So I have to ask, Joan, I I wish we were all like you, but I have to ask, what's your price? What's your price? Is it 1,000, is it 5,000, is it 50,000? What's your price? And once we know that, then we need to examine our own hearts and say, okay, Lord, this is not right. Help me say no, help me say no. We need to stand on integrity with the, ho- the help of the Holy Spirit. We need to repent of greed, lying, cheating, and the love of power. Hello, I'm from IRS and I'm here to help you. But here's the, the tone, you know, with, uh, with people. In the culture, I, you know, the Internal Revenue Service gets, gets so much money you know, I'm not gonna report this and I'm not gonna report this and I'm not gonna report this and you know, the they the rationale is, well, they have enough money. Why should I tell them the truth? <laughs> well I can all I can say is this that eighty seven thousand auditors are now going to be hired and they're gonna look for stuff. listen I worked with a person and this is before Social Security was uh, the Social Security number was essential for minors but I worked with a person who they they had three dogs (laughs) and they claimed each of the dogs because they all had human names okay and there was there was there was no remorse about it because Uncle Sam gets too much of my money anyhow. Now we have to stand on God's principles. What did Jesus say? Render to Caesar Caesar. what's due Caesar's and render to God what's due God. And if anything if anything, if anyone gets cheated it's almost always God. Isn't it? God very rarely says in the Bible, test me. Test me. In Malachi, where Malachi talks about giving and tithing and and sacrificing, on behalf of the Lord, he says, test me in this. Test me. Everything that we have belongs to God, whether we realize it or not. And that includes our money. Listen, there's nothing wrong with money. But when it gets into the love of it, now it becomes sin. If God has blessed you with money, bless him back. Bless other people. It's like... The, you know, the Lord's Prayer, and you know, in the Lord's Prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer, um, give us this day our daily bread, right? The literal translation of that is give us enough for today. So the question comes up if God gives us a little bit more, what do we do with it? Do we hoard it, or can we share it with somebody who's in need? Okay? And, and you know and and, and we, we have to start standing on these principles. Let's go to the next one. I don't want to I want to try to get through all of these today. It says the end of the matter is better than, than its beginning. You ready for this? Patience is better than pride. Let me put that in modern day language. Finish what we f- finish what you start. Some people who are handy, not me, but some people who are handy uh, will start a project and before they get through it, they'll start another project. And before they get through that, they'll start another project and begs the question, are you, are you gonna finish any of them? Now, God says you wanna be a person standing on his principles, finish what you start. As long as it's noble, and honors God. Finish what you start. Patience is better than pride. God works in process. You know what I mean by that? God, God works on His timetable, not ours. And many times His timetable is slower than ours, and we get impatient. But we're told to trust God in the process. Trust God in the process. Our culture is so pragmatic. You know what pragmatic is? Pragmatic means we want results when we want them yesterday. We we want results no matter what the means. And sometimes those means go against God's word. No. Trust God in the process. Well, Lord, you know, there's a piece of cake in the refrigerator and I, I, it's calling my name and Lord, I know I should take care of myself. Help me, Lord. Well, that's, that's a great prayer. However, you cannot have cake in the refrigerator, too. You, you know, you follow what I'm saying? There's ways we can help ourselves to follow through on the process. Well, Lord, I li- I like, here's my, this is my weakness. I like my bread, especially Italian bread. Right? You give me Italian bread with um, a wedge of age-provolone, I'm good. I'm good. My waistline isn't. But I'm good. So you know, eventually God brings me to the place where, well, you know what? Just don't buy it. <laughs> just don't buy it. I'd be mean, on a holiday or something like that. You can treat yourself, but just don't buy it, right? Um, we have to finish what we start. Here's something a little bit more serious. Many people, even in the Evangelical Church, don't follow through on commitments and quit. I, when I was doing my interviews for my doctorate, for my dissertation, I had a, um, an army general tell me he would rather command a platoon in the army than a platoon of volunteers you know the reason for that? If you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're gonna get disciplined, right? Doc's shaking his head, he probably got disciplined a couple of times in, a, uh, in the service. But in a volunteer organization, here's what we generally say, even in the church. I'll do it if I have time. Or you'll start to do it and say, ah, I don't, know, I don't wanna do this anymore. And it, it really hurts the cause of Christ. You may not know that. But it hurts the cause of Christ. Because we're supposed to be a family. We're supposed to exercise our gifts in, 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 uh, in the church. So we need to finish what we start. And we need to trust God in the process. Listen, I've told you this before. I have no problem cleaning bathrooms. None at all. Uh, Especially here. And the reason for that is that I know on Sunday mornings if we have a guest or people have to use it, it's going to be presentable. Whether we like it or not, this is our place of worship. And it needs to be presentable. We need to confess and repent, repent of pride. And proceed with patience with God to see us through on what we commit to. That's so important. So let me, let me come to the one now that nobody has a problem here with. All right. Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit. For anger resides in where? It is not wrong to get angry. All right? We don't want you walking around like uh, Mr. Spock from Star Trek having no emotions or anything like that. It is not wrong to get angry. It's what we do with that anger. Isn't that true? Right? I'll tell you this. 100% of the time, 100% of the time, when we get angry... And we just react without thinking, it's going to be wrong. It's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt someone else. It will always be wrong. You need to step back. You need to talk to God about it. Give the anger to Him. And then ask Him how to respond in a way that will glorify Him. You could be firm without being angry, correct? We live in a culture where we like to shout at one another. You're almost afraid to blow your horn anymore at anybody because they may get out with a gun and and kill you. We don't know what it is to have a healthy conversation anymore with somebody with whom we disagree. We've lost that. At the base of that is pride and anger. And we need to come to God. What did Jesus do when people, especially the Pharisees, uh, who hated him, by the way, uh, and they tried to start a fight with him, what did Jesus do? You remember? Almost all the circumstances. He turned the question back on them. Right? Turn the question back on them. Try it. This is, this is something that I learned many years ago. Uh, and uh, I had somebody uh, he, he just get in my face and tell me exactly what he thought of me. And when, when this person was done, I said, gee, I'm sorry you feel that way. You must be hurting. And he said to me, I'd rather you have punched me. No? Listen, angry people, do hurting things but angry people also usually are hurting so we, we, we have to kind of say okay Lord here's a situation I'm angry you know I, I want revenge and didn't David say that in his Psalms he was being chased by his own family he was being chased by the king but you know the key with David was he went to the Lord And by the end of the psalm, he was worshiping, and he said, God, I know you'll take care of it. You'll take care of it. Let me bring you to this one, and we'll end here today. Um, And we'll we'll pick it up next week. Do not say, where were the old days, I'm sorry, why were the old days better than these? For it is not wise to ask such questions. Can I paraphrase this for you? Don't live in the past. The past is the past. We all know that our culture was much different in the past, correct? We knew that morals were different in the past. You know, We, we knew that God's word and church were revered more in the past. But we can't live there. We have to go on and say, okay, God, what is it that you want us to do for today and tomorrow and the next day? Every morning, Mary Lou and I go out to breakfast together. And um, uh, we do it just because we like doing it. But in a couple of places we go, you get the council of old men. <laughs> couple of times old women too, and I gotta be careful, I'm old, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, you, you hear them talking, it's like the good old days, the good old days, this and that, you know, in those days. And I have to bite my tongue, and I, have, I would have no right to go up to them and say, listen, What are you doing about today? What are you doing about today to make it better? You wanna make it better? I got somebody you need to meet who will give you new life and new purpose for today and tomorrow. If you haven't had this conversation yet, And your age is not there yet, you will. But the real question is, what are we doing today for God, for Jesus, for his glory? We tend to have a selective memory. Uh, We inherit this as part of the sin nature. My son's not here today. He's probably listening. He was not feeling well. But um, he had selective hearing. If we talked about it's time to take out the uh, garbage, somehow he went deaf when he was, you know, living home. But if we talked about getting him something, he could hear us from the other side of the house. And, and we, have, uh, we have selective memory. Our inclination is, for, is to forget the bad things of the good old days and just remember the good things. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But listen, the question is, God gives us today. So what are we gonna do with it? What will we do with it? It's not wise because an objective look at the past would show that the good old days had problems too. Let me refresh your memory. Some of you are not old enough for this. But when we had the Cuba, Cuba missile crisis, we all thought we were going to, to die in a nuclear war, didn't we? Wasn't so fun, we had the blockade. My cousin was in the Navy, called his mother from one of the ships and said, Mom, I'm probably not coming home. But fortunately, it was diffused. Those weren't the good old days. Remember the old uh, air raid drills in school? Yeah. Right? Go down to the basement or, or get under your desk and hide like that's going to guard against a nuclear weapon, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and we used to have them once a month along with fire drills. They were mandatory in the public schools. And I you know, I used to go home and I'd say to my mom, "Do I have to look for a mushroom cloud in the sky?" I mean, you know, What's going on here? those weren't good old days. I remember when President Kennedy got shot. Not a good day for the country and not a good day for anyone, really. Then I remember Martin Luther King getting shot. Bobby Kennedy. I mean, I can go on and on. I used to go to Central Park in New York City. I love New York, by the way. Um, I, I do. I really do love New York. I used to go to Central Park as a kid and go to functions there, concerts and some, some stuff. But it got to be so bad that if you go to Central Park, you expected it to be mugged. not the good old days. We have to put it in perspective, we have today. Now listen, I'm gonna leave you with this. You have homework to do, all right? I'm gonna leave you with this. I know that many times we, and I include myself in this, we look at an evil world And people who don't honor God, and it looks like they're doing pretty okay, doesn't it? It reminds me of Spock saying, "Live long and prosper." You know, yeah, Dad, you got it, you got it. And that can get us down because you know you may be a Christ follower, and and because of your faith, you're having problems at the job. You're having problems with your friends. You're having (coughs) <coughs> other problems related to your faith and he said, Lord what's going on I'm following you and yet these people don't give a rip about you they're doing fine I don't get it here's your homework read Psalm 37 and then Psalm 73 easy to remember okay Psalm thirty seven seventy three. One is the Psalm of David, the other one's the Psalm of Asaph, and both had the same complaint. Lord, I'm ministering for you. I'm following you. And Lord, that guy he's an evildoer. He doesn't love you. Why is he doing so well? and they both work it through with God and by the end of the Psalms they were worshiping God trusting him in the process. Have you ever wondered that? If we've wondered that please forgive me, we all have, I've been there too but that is a form of selfishness, it is a form of selfishness. in the round table, the theological round table, we've been talking about the uh, province of God, the sovereignty of God, and the life of Job. And if there's anything that we re- need to relearn is that God is God. And everything he does or allows is right. And we sh- It's not wrong to question God. But it it is wrong to question him arrogantly and just say, I give up. No, it's to say, Lord, I don't understand this. But in spite of it, Lord, help me stay faithful to you. We need more of that. And that only the Holy Holy Spirit can help us. So I just want to do one more thing with you as we get ready to close, whoops. I think I need a wider pulpit. Okay. Even in the music today, started out with here I am to worship. I chose that because a lot of times people come in and say, here I am. And we don't go the next step. (laughs) Draw me close to you. We need to pray that every moment of every day. Change us from the inside out. And we're gonna close with a song that I think puts this all in perspective. It's called Grace Alone. Because it's only by God's grace that you and I can do these things. Amen? Amen. Chipper, Melissa, would you come up and lead us? (laughs) Melissa Er Err.
1: It doesn't happen with Sharon. (laughs) Okay. Now where is my music? There it is.
0: Ready?
2: we can make, every prayer of step of faith, every difference we will make, is only
0: This is the day that the Lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it amen let's pray Holy Spirit would you send us from this place with the power from your grace to stand on your principles help us to live life so that we know that in any situation No matter how big the temptation, no matter how big the problem, that we will do the right thing in your eyes. Father, I pray your blessing on everyone here. Give them a great day. And we pray in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless. Have a great day.